to Creature Crunch, the podcast where we take a creature and crunch into it like a big juicy cucumber. My name is Matt. And I'm a car full of delinquent shouty teens. And we are watching Death Kappa. We sure are, buddy. We or we watched we watched it Death Kappa. Yeah, it's, it, we watched it in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it already happened. Um, boy, did it happen. Yeah, this fucking ruled. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> um, so I, I've mentioned before that it takes sometimes, sometimes it'll take me a little bit to get into the like right mindset of uh-huh. a movie. Uh, this one, like, kept catching me off guard uh-huh. in a very good way. Uh-huh. Like, I never got into that right mindset until maybe the last act. Such as it is. <laughs> But um, every time that it did, it caught me off guard and just, it yeah. slayed me every time. Oh, there was, this was fucking hilarious. This movie was great. I I can't recommend it enough, especially yeah. if you're a fan of kaiju movies yeah. or... Um, Tokusatsu and... Just, um, I mean, yeah. just any, any <laughs> if you're just a fan, like, it's it's good. This is so <laughs> this, much This movie fun. was great. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Chris, take us yeah. away on that. Well, th- <laughs> like... uh, watch this on uh, Midnight Pulp again because I really like Midnight Pulp. They provide good service to the nation, <laughs> to the world. Yeah, I I watched. I started watching this on Tubi because I'm I, I forgot completely uh-huh. that you had said that it was on Midnight Pulp. And about halfway through, I remembered. Yeah, and I was like, oh, let me just switch to that because on Tubi. The audio was desynced de- by oh, maybe shit. half a second, Ooh, that and sucks. you would hear the sound effect first, right? And it was driving me nuts. Yeah, that sucks. That yeah, sucks. it was not a good time. Um, so I switched over to uh, to Midnight Pulp, which it was fixed there. Yeah. Uh, the drawback being no more captions. Yeah, they didn't I, have captions on. Yeah, on that, that was but unfortunate. They did have them on Tubi, and I've got some stellar moments because of that. Okay. But, okay. Um, but. Um, but yeah, I am at the point where, like, if I don't know what movie we're going to do for my weeks, I think I'm just going to go up to Midnight Pulp and hit random. <laughs> There's some, some amazing shit on there. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah. Not yeah. a bad way of going about it. But, yeah, no, this movie was great. Yeah, I, I saw Midnight Pulp uh, retweet the, or not retweet this, but post about this on Twitter when they added the movie to their selection. I was like, that's some, like, and the only thing I saw was, like, the picture of the coppa. And then the cop of being big. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's something we got to watch for the yeah. podcast because yeah. this is incredible. Like, that suit is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the suit work is actually really good. suit work's very good. <laughs> oh, man. This movie, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have a lot of information about the cast or crew of this thing, except for a couple instances. Yeah, there's a couple notes. I, yeah. I know. <laughs> Most of the, of the cast... Uh, is from uh, Japanese television shows and stuff like that, which I am not familiar with and cannot speak to anything about them. Right? Yeah. Um, it's it's. <laughs> I always want to make fun of like the titles and things and like just kind of laugh about that. But I mean, so much of that is just steeped in translation and oh, cultural yeah, yeah, differences yeah. that it's when like you it's, translate stuff like like uh, pervadum like that. It's going to sound hilarious regardless because we have they're they're two very different languages and trying to. They don't translate well into each other without a contextual translator. Right? Yeah, it's... I know what I was trying to say there. No, I, I get what you... I, absolutely. But but yeah, it's it's not easy. And because we don't... You know, we're not... I wouldn't even say we're carnosaurs of... Uh, no. Did I say carnosaurs? You did, yeah. I don't know what that means. We're not carnosaurs. <laughs> 
Um, I think I still have Carnosaur on the brain. Well, we did just record the the, the kibbles. Yeah. yeah. Um, whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't watch too terribly many like and I like I do watch some anime, not as much as I did in my college years, just because I don't have the time. Right. But like when it comes to actual J dramas and stuff like that, I have no frame of reference for it. I don't watch any of them really. Oh, interesting. But what'd you uh, find out? Oh, just looking at the trivia like I always like to yeah. do. Connections reference to Godzilla. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the making of this film was featured on an episode of the show Nat Geo Amazing. Yeah, I saw that. I don't... Yeah, that's... Oh, there's know. only three trivia bits. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty lame. Other than the, the Nat Geo one. <laughs> the Kappa suit was originally built for the 2004 film War- Werewolf Warrior. Mm-hmm. I want to look that film up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, go on. Well, like I said, there's only a couple people from the cast that... I even really recognized. Uh, one is the English voice of our main character, sort of main character, character who's the focal point for a lot of the movie. <laughs> Kaneko. Um, not, not the Kappa, though. Not the Kappa, no. Because <laughs> the Kappa is honestly the main character. Well, yeah, but he's of. also not in it for all of the movie. <laughs> Nobody. Anyway. But uh, the English voice, or the English dub voice for uh, Kaneko is Christina V., who you probably recognize from a ton of stuff. Um, she's done... Like, what, what I know her from is... Uh, she was Lian Sher from a few of the Dynasty Warriors games. Uh, Kampa from the Neptunia series. Kanaria from Rosen Maiden. Nanaha from Lyrical Nanaha. Uh, Ray from Sailor Moon. And then she was also the voice of young Donald in DuckTales. Ah! Okay. <laughs> like... As soon as Kaneko appeared on screen and she started talking, I was like, I know that voice. I know that voice. So I looked it up and I was like, I know that voice quite well. That's really She's funny. She's been in everything. That's really um, funny. Yeah, I did just, I just finished season three of yeah, DuckTales yeah. and young Donald does feature uh, like pr- a lot more prominently in that than I was expecting. Right, right. So that's hilarious. Like I can hear her voice in my head now. Yep. The other person is Hidekiano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who plays uh, one of the generals at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who you might know as the director of Shin Godzilla and uh, Evangelion. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing here, but he's here. Generaling. Yeah, generaling it up. <laughs> but those were like the only people I recognized from the credits at all. So I yeah. thought that was pretty great. That's fair. Yeah. But hey, let's get on with this critter. <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we open on Professor Tanaka, <laughs> who is our narrator for the movie and not Japanese. <laughs> he's not Japanese, but it also when you're watching this in dub, he's, he's the, the only, only one who speaks speaking Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> like, I remember, like, I pulled it up on, on Tubi and it says in big, bold letters, like, Death Kappa, English dub. And yeah. he starts shouting Japanese at me. I'm like, maybe they made a mistake? No. What's it's going a, on? It's actually a really good joke that the only... Non-Japanese person in the cast is the only person speaking Japanese. Uh-huh. It's very funny. It is really, really funny. But uh, Professor Tanaka is here to tell us about various cryptids. Yep. Uh, like the Loch Ness Monster. And Yeti. the Yetis and various things like that. Uh, and about how scientific progress is both cool and scary. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Kai- Kaiju just roared at us from the background. Yep. Uh, you can hear distinctly King Caesar's roar, Titanosaurus's roar, and Ebera's roar. I figured you would know the ones just based <laughs> off the sound. Yeah, as soon as I heard them, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you can hear all... They, they replay those three roars quite a right, bit. Right, right. So, especially Ebera. They, they really laid it on on Ebera. <laughs> 
Yeah. Which is weird because Titanosaurus to me has a more recognizable roar, but because mm-hmm. he's got that that like I don't know yodely sound to its roar. Yeah. Um, or King Caesar sounds a little bit more like a typical like roar, mm-hmm. but and Ebra sounds well, he's a big lion guy. He's a big lion guy, and Ebra sounds a little bit more insectoid on on honestly like a lobster like a giant like, lobster like a lobster kind of sounds like sounds like what a giant lobster would sound like everybody knows yeah yeah <laughs> that old trait <laughs> But I also have to say that during this opening narration, uh-huh. the editing is very strange, and I hated it. It's very, like, herky-jerk. I hated it. Yeah. I thought it, for the longest time, I thought it was an issue with the video quality. Oh, really? Like, especially since I'm watching on a Tubi and the audio is already desynced a yeah. little bit. I was thinking, it, like, I thought it was just completely just the video kept skipping around. Like, it couldn't figure out where it was supposed to be. Mm. And I hated it. It didn't bother me that much, really. So, but it's and it's only general. Like they do it a couple times in the movie, but, but it's generally when only when this guy is talking. Yeah, and I just don't like it. Yep. Uh, so we cut from our narrator to uh, an offering of cucumbers made to a kappa shrine, mm-hmm. uh, and the statue is really gross looking. So I find a lot. And maybe this is this might be a little insensitive. This might be a hot take. I don't know, but I find a lot of Japanese, um, especially like folklore and, mm-hmm. and like iconography, art, and statues and stuff, to be very creepy and ugly. <laughs> like I find them very unsettling generally. And yeah. the Kappa statue here is of no exception. <laughs> and with I mean Kappas in general, like Kappas like, are, are they're neat creatures. Well, they're, they're neat, or they're, they're neat uh, goblins guys like they're pranksters they're tricksters they love sumo wrestling and cucumbers <laughs> they're they're neat they're neat creatures I, mm-hmm. I like i like them i don't like the wiry hair i oh. hate the wiry <laughs> hair like that stringy uh-huh. wet looking hair for whatever reason it just gets me it, it, it makes my skin crawl i don't know it's weird. weird and a lot of japanese folklore creatures have that kind of hair i don't know why <laughs> couldn't but, tell you but from there, we cut to uh, our main character, Kaneko, on a train. Uh, and she's saying that she doesn't have any talent at all. She's a failure. She yeah. She's literally good for nothing. Yep. And she is uh, returning home to her small fishing village where she was raised uh, after a failed attempt at living in the big city. Yep. Yeah, she confuses me. <laughs> we will later find out that she uh, tried to have an idol career. And wasn't successful at it. There are posters of her everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay. I, I kind of get the idea that, like, in this small town she's mm-hmm. going back to, they would have posters of her because she would be kind of a local celebrity. Like, right. Like, hey, there's this, it's our homegirl who's yeah, out yeah. there. Like, they probably bought all of her merch. Right. Other than the fact that apparently nobody in this town knows her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, like, she's, she's apparently popular enough to have posters and cassettes and everything just mm-hmm. everywhere and i mean i i guess maybe like if your career does crash and burn eventually even after some success you might be feeling pretty down in the dumps right but it, it's just very very strange it's like you you clearly saw some success yeah the way i think it, it was is she was popular enough to have one single put out because it's the same song it, that's true um 
Oh crap! I can't remember what the song is called. I can't. I don't know what it's called. It, it was some. It was like. Ah, damn it! I, I wish I'd written it down. All right, well, whatever. But um, it didn't do particularly well, and then her label dropped her. Is the feeling I got. That would make sense. I mean, it would still be weird that they would have all of this. They, I mean, they probably they, tried to give her a big push. Yeah, put and, a lot of marketing into yeah. it. I mean, I, <laughs> and then it didn't take off, so they just dumped her. Yeah, I could see that. I could see it. She has a really cute Kappa phone charm. She's got well. There's Kappa iconography everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it is a cute phone charm. Uh, but we cut from her directly to some rowdy teens being rowdy in a car. <laughs> <laughs> the every second that these teens are speaking, they're and, amazing. And by, <laughs> and by speaking, I of course mean being dubbed. Yeah, is incredible. Yeah, um, you can definitely tell that everybody who worked on this movie had a blast. Oh, for sure. And the dubbing team especially. Yeah, yeah. The dubbing team just went nuts and mm-hmm. had a field day. And it shows and it is delightful. I, I want to bottle these rowdy teens dubbing lines and just have that with me forever. Those scenes when they're on the beach. Oh my god. It is... <laughs> but we'll get there. Like... Yeah. I mean, it, it's great. Like, um, since we're talking about it, I, I have this line read for you. Uh-huh. Um, where where they're driving and one of them is like, hit the gas, too slow. <laughs> Joe, we keep cutting from Kaneko walking around uh, her hometown to these teens driving in their car and screaming. <laughs> but Kaneko arrives at the at the train station in town and the the ticket collector is a weird hunchback man. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, with some like with bad teeth, <laughs> really really bad teeth, big bulging eye, right, like, right. That's completely milky and yeah, yeah, intentionally gross. Yeah, yeah. And then when she leaves, she sees someone else who has like an eyeball in his cheek. I thought it was like some sort of like imprint or something. I don't know. It, it, was it looked weird like looking. an eye to me, but I don't, I don't know. It, it was weird and gross. I'm like, oh, okay. Is it going to be like everyone in town is all mutated and weird now? And that's going to be like... The driving force. Yeah. No, it never comes up again. No. <laughs> I mean, it kind of ties into the rest of Not really, we... man. Well, a little bit. Well, okay, we'll get to it. <laughs> and but... these two dudes never appear again. No, they don't. And then there's one dude who's just literally devouring a pencil. Yeah, the, the guy who's hold, like selling the stuff at the little knickknack stand. Uh-huh. And he has he's the one who has her posters. Yeah. And he eats a pencil. Like he's just, fucking just eats a pencil. Yeah, he's he's chewing on this pencil, but it is just oh man, it is very 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 chewed. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's he's eating it with his fish teeth, I assume. Something. So that's the impression that I got is that like kind of honestly kind of uh, like H.P. Lovecraftian kind of like Innsmouthy kind. Yeah, of? Innsmouth kind of fishmen, yeah. fish people. Kind of, but, but like. It never appears again, so... Well, we, we learn... We, we see other fishmen, but they're not really related to what's going on here. Well, well I'll talk about yeah, it yeah. when we get to okay. it, so... Okay. Uh, we see a woman walking down the road, holding a bundle of cucumbers. Kaneko sees her, and hey, it's Kaneko's grandmother mm-hmm. who raised her. Also, I want to say that there, at this point in time, like I was still not entirely sure what I was getting into. Uh-huh. And my, my note was, oh, great. Another movie where we just cannot step away from the actors' faces. Like it, it, There's some uh, real close-ups in this one. Yeah. Real close close-ups. Yeah. There's one in particular that was pretty bad, but we'll get <laughs> to that. I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> um, 
So Kaneko's just like, oh, hey, it's Grandma. Yay. And they start walking towards each other. And then the rowdy teens come around the corner and fucking cream Grandma. <laughs> yep. They stop the car and get out and like, oh, no, we hit somebody. Oh, it's just an old lady. We'll leave. And then they get back in the car and leave. And they continue partying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While Kaneko's Grandma is dying on the ground. There's mm-hmm. blood all over the cucumbers now. Bloody cucumbers. It's it's symbolism, I think. Something. Uh, the rowdy teens crash into the Kappa Shrine and send it flying into the bay. And I want to play you the noise they make when that happens. <laughs> they are so thrilled that they hit that shrine and knocked it all the way into a fish tank. I... Adore the miniature work in this movie. It's really good because it's not good. Well, it's good, but it's not. Oh my god, it's, it's obviously not good, like on purpose. Yeah, and it's so funny. So many people turn into action figures it's in this movie. Totally un- unapologetically turned into. And again, it's one of those things where it kept happening, and every time it did, it caught me off guard uh-huh. and made me laugh. Uh huh. Oh my god. <laughs> and again, you the dubbing, the dubbing over the action figures uh-huh. is. It's a thing of brilliance. Uh-huh. Like it's so it's so much fun. I also like it, this is kind of diverging a little bit. I love the running joke wherever anybody gets hurt, they cry for their mommy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I noticed that as well. I, I like they are always crying for mommy. Uh huh. One person says mother. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it's from a mommy. Right, right. Uh, so grandma dies in Kaneko's arms, uh, telling Kaneko that she has to protect the kappa. And then just expires. And then she dies. Yep. And then we get Kappa facts from our from our narrator. <laughs> yeah. Interrupting the death scene. Interrupting the death scene. Because it comes back to this death scene. Correct. Yes. And we, yeah, we got to learn about Kappa. Yep. Uh, so if you don't know about Kappa, this is the movie for you because it will teach you. <laughs> it, it, well, it did leave one thing out, but go on. Uh, so we cut to the shrine sinking into the fish tank. And the little Kappa statue inside of it wakes up, and it's a real Kappa. Mm-hmm. Are you not going to cover any of the Kappa facts? <laughs> oh, well, like, we can talk about Kappas. Let's talk about to. Kappas. Let's talk about because, fucking Kappas. Okay. I mean, we can't assume that everybody listening might is going to know what a Kappa is. Yeah. So. Okay, so Kappas are, um, like, they're, they're yokai creatures. They're mm-hmm. um, mysterious creatures that, from Japanese folklore, akin to goblins, kind of. They're tricksters. They're pranksters. They lurk in waters and rivers um, and like startling people, tricking them. And they love sumo wrestling and cucumbers. Yep. And they look like little... Um, they look like turtles with stringy hair. Turtle men, yeah. And the big thing is they've got a plate in their head. Now, this movie has it where it's like an actual plate that has to stay wet at all times. Yeah. I've also seen it where it's like a bowl and has water inside of it. Yeah. And if the water gets knocked out of the bowl, the kappa loses its power. Right, that's that is what um I how I was familiar with mm-hmm. kappa is that in in Japanese folklore the trick to getting pa- like past a kappa is to bow to it, bow to it, because yeah. then it bows back and dumps the water. Out. Right, um, but I mean a lot of times in in fo- like just in like depictions though it just looks like they're bald. Yeah, they've it, got like yeah, a big bald, bald spot, big bald spot. But and that's kind of what our kappas are in or our kappa in this movie is. He's got a little like almost like porcelain plate <laughs> yeah know, on his head yeah it's it's a little dome piece <laughs> yeah and it has to stay wet yeah so that is that's kappas mm-hmm. but they are said to have invented sumo wrestling 
and people who like cucumbers are referred to as Kappa. <laughs> so there, there you go. Yep. That's Kappa. Um, so Kanako returns to her grandmother's house where we see there is a ton of Kappa iconography. Like there's lots of pictures of Kappa. There's little Kappa carvings. And Kanako tells us that uh, her family has always revered the Kappa. Uh, after her parents died, her grandparents raised her. Her grandpa it was already dead. And now her grandma's dead, so she's mm. all alone. Yep, that was it. Um, but she says that she's going to protect the Kappa and then transforms into a Miko. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, her grandma was not dressed as a shrine maiden. I, she just she just she decided just now, to do this. Yep. I mean, I, I guess it's implied that that's what her grandmother did. Yeah. But, you know, we never saw that. We no. never. It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Uh, she gives cucumbers to a smaller Kappa statue. As an offering. As an offering. And someone mysterious is watching her. Yeah, uh, we got this Resident Evil-ass motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I swear to God, she looks like she's ripped right out of a Resident Evil villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we cut to our rowdy teens who are having a beach... Time. ...event. <laughs> <laughs> they're high on the beach. They're high on, they're high on their own supply of the beach. Oh my God, are they high? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they, they have conversations, but I can't really follow them. <laughs> I'll put some I'll put some lines in here. This move, this episode's going to be full of lines, because yeah, yeah. it's just incredible, but... I love it here. Hey, there's someone walking on top of the water. Think it's a ghost? Oh, it's a cow crossing the ocean. Uh, but while they are on the beach, <laughs> uh, we see something walk out of the bay. At first, I thought it was the Kappa. It's not the Kappa. Yeah, it took me until well after I finished the movie to realize that it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got upset because it looked like whatever came out of the uh, water was wearing cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Carnosaur. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Velociraptor. Velociraptor walked out of the fucking water. <laughs> Yeah, it does look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is wearing cargo pants. It's just... <laughs> yeah. It's just okay that he's wearing cargo pants. <laughs> or more okay than if he was a Kappa or a dinosaur. <laughs> God, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's a nearby cave on this beach, and there's red light shining out of it, but the kids are just kind of nonplussed by they, it. They are, so, <laughs> they are so baked, they have yeah. no idea. Oh... Uh, one of the girls and her boyfriend uh, have decided to eat cucumbers. <laughs> well, they, they're they're sharing. They have got a corn dog. They're yeah, like we got a corn dog with the ketchup on it. And then all of us and like she's like sharing it with him. And then all of a sudden she just has a cucumber and he feeds it to him with cu- with, ketchup. <laughs> with ketchup on it. Yeah. And and it's meant to be like ooh mysterious. The kappa is playing pranks. And yeah. he's just like, why'd you give me a cucumber with ketchup? She's like, I like cucumbers with ketchup. And that's the joke. <laughs> and then they just, and then he calls her a kappa, and they both just start repeating kappa over and over and over again. Yeah, they just <laughs> dancing around. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other two teens, uh, the boy gets murdered by something. What we think is the kappa. Yeah. Cargo kappa. Yeah. Cargo pants kappa. And uh, meanwhile, Kaneko comes across the kappa eating her cucumbers and is enchanted by it. Mm-hmm. Kappa notices her and runs off, and Kanako's like, "Ah, oh, what a cute little Kappa. Yep. 
I wouldn't have called that thing cute, but that's just me. Eh, it squeaks. He's a squeaky Make, little guy. Makes little squeaker sounds, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like, I don't think they're cute, but... Yeah. But then again, I'm not Japanese. I was not raised in that culture, so... We cut back to the beach, and it turns out that the uh, the, the first team didn't die. He's just kind of being twirled around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's... Whatever has him is just doing some, like... Gymnastics. Gymnastics with him, yeah. Just twirling him around and swinging him. and <laughs> Gonna dizzy him to death. It's really great. And meanwhile, the uh, two girls are tasered by some military guys. Yeah, he just, she, she runs into this guy. He's like, you're safe now. And then he tasers her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh. <laughs> uh, and then they are dragged off to the Red Cave. Uh, Kaneko returns home after feeding the Kappa. And there's just people there yeah there's just some guy there's some guy and some kid well there, there's a kid and then there's a man kid <laughs> oh yeah but... i think they're both supposed to be children just one of them is played by a 40 year old <laughs> i mean that would explain his hairdo because it's, and his tiny pants it's, uh, <laughs> as we discussed as we've discussed yes. yeah um but his his hair style is unique he's got bedhead like permanent bedhead? Well, it's like they're like, they looked at little rascals and said, hey, Alfalfa's got that little thing and that's a good character trait for him. What if we did that to most of the hair? <laughs> but not all of it. It's just like he's got yeah. like this little shark fin thing. Yeah. It's just like little like horn. It's weird. But it's important to note that it's never said who these two people are. And... It never is. Also, they, they walk in and, and like... They're clearly familiar with her. They yeah. know who she is. And one of them is like the 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 uh, the older kid, the four um, year old. <laughs> yeah, he, he asks her. He's like, "Hey, what's 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 that on your head?" And she's like, "It's a headband." She's not wearing a headband. <laughs> like I was like, "Wait, I, I mean, I know that that's part of the the normal Miko uh-huh. kind of outfit, but like I was like, I don't remember her having a headband." And then it shows a closer up of her, and she's. She's not wearing a headband. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, the two of them find Kaneko's idol single and play it on their tape player, and the Kappa fucking loves it. <laughs> oh, God. But, but then we get a zoom in on this kid's face. On the teeth. <laughs> I hate it. He's oh, got, it was so bad. He's got This kid needs some orthodontic work in a bad way. I really hate to say but he's got... Yeah, and it's, it's not... Rough. They're not prosthetics like the other guy. No. This is actually like... Yeah. Uh, don't zoom in on it. It was Feel awful. bad for this little guy. <laughs> um, but our mysterious woman watches the Kappa frolic and is just like, yes, Kappa. I love Kappa. <laughs> Uh, then Kaneko, the kid, and the man kid play with the Kappa. Yeah, it just, montage. <laughs> just cuts to them like actually playing with yeah, it. Yeah, like, like like playing tag or, or or jumping around with it and yeah. pretend sumo wrestling with it. Yeah, yeah. And Kaneko is just super thrilled that someone likes her music. Yeah, she starts narrating that her singing wasn't popular in Tokyo, despite the fact that she's clearly an idol. <laughs> but we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I think I've solved that part. I think history. you did. Um, but then someone uses her music to draw the Kappa away. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, yeah. she, she also mentions that, um, like, thanks to this Kappa and it's frolicking, everything in her life is better. Yeah. Like, it just took this horrifying creature from legend playing and dancing with her to get her over the death of her grandmother. Yeah. And her <laughs> blues over her failed career yep. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but 
while the Kappa is walking off into the forest, Kaneko has a premonition of something bad happening to it, signified by her dropping a plate and it cracking. I looked into, uh, I was trying to look into, like, Japanese superstitions to see if that uh-huh. was related in any way. I couldn't find anything. I think it's just, like, she dropped, she has a feeling that something bad's going to happen to the Kappa. She drops the plate, it cracks, the Kappa has a plate on its head. Oh, okay. I think that's the Maybe. whole of it. Maybe. But it turns out the people who uh, drew away our Kappa friend uh, is the mysterious woman and the military guys who net the Kappa. Let's stick it in a big fishing net. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're resident eviling all over it. Yep. Uh, Kaneko comes to the rescue and is apparently a good archer. This never comes up again. Or came up before. Yeah. She just, she just shoots the, she shoots the, the, the boombox. The boombox <laughs> and... Uh, I guess, unhypnotizes the Kappa. <laughs> yeah, and then she tells the Kappa to run, and that's like that's when it's like, oh, yeah, and then it just throws the net <laughs> I off. I super strength. <laughs> yeah, it just throws the net off and just books it. Yeah, uh, but then uh, Kaneko gets tased and is captured. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. I hope nothing bad happens to her. Yeah, me too. I hope <laughs> I hope nothing bad happens to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope she makes it past the middle point of this movie. She does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> uh, but Kaneko comes to, and she is chained to a wall in a warehouse that is decorated with imperial uh, Japan, Japanese flags, like the, the Rising Sun battle flag, a bunch of uh, slogans saying, like, Japan is going to rise again, and Hail Deepon, and stuff like that. There's a baby monster in a jar, and Grandpa from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre doing Dr. Wiley cosplay. <laughs> And, oh, hey, there's also aquatic fishmen soldiers here. Yeah, oh, my God. There, this scene... This a, is a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to take in here. Um, I mean, first and foremost, you say chained to a wall. She's chained to a St. Andrew's cross. It's very true. <laughs> Making it our second movie this year to feature one. Yeah, I was noticing a theme here, Chris. <laughs> your, your two most recent movies. <laughs> Look, I'd never seen either of these before. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not judging, I'm just, I'm just pointing out some facts here. Yeah, okay, Mr. <laughs> just... Vore. That's <laughs> no, fine. It's fine. But, um... People in Vore houses shouldn't throw Vore stones. <laughs> but, um, there's, there's just so, oh my god, there's just so much here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, I, I, she calls the fishmen amphibious weaponized fish people yep off 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 off, off. yep <laughs> i was trying to acronym it i know you can't it doesn't work <laughs> well i mean i did it's just it just doesn't sound right off yeah <laughs> uh but it turns out that our mysterious woman is a mad scientist named yuriko who is the granddaughter of the corpse in the chair who was a uh, imperial Japanese scientist who had intended to invade uh, the U.S. with his fishmen soldiers. With his alphs. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but that plan fell through after the war ended, and he made an escape with all of his research, and now she's going to continue his great works. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's kind of what's going on. Yep. The the painting of him on the wall is something else entirely it's, as well. It's weird because it looks like like a Scooby-Doo painting where the eyes should be someone's real eyes and they should look around, but that never happens. No, it's um the eyes are like there's a, there's a brief scene where you can see it from a different angle. Uh-huh. The eyes are inset a yeah, little bit. Yeah. And they're painted with a much more vibrant white than anything right. else so that and I, they probably did this in post-editing as well, but it makes the eyes almost look like they're glowing from no matter uh-huh. what angle you're looking at. And I think it was supposed to make it look like... It's supposed to make it look really sinister and crazy. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that painting is incredible. Especially since the man himself is decomposing in a wheelchair just two feet to the left. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's just a mummified... Just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> So Yuriko does not like her fish shoulders being spoken poorly of. So when Kanako calls them like disgusting, she just backhands her. She gets very upset. Uh, and it turns out that these soldiers are made from the mummified skin cells of a of a kappa. I don't know if it's our kappa, but it's a kappa. Oh yeah. <laughs> so she's crazy. She is. <laughs> she's bug she fuck is, crazy. She is so beyond yeah and and she starts there and gets worse yeah. as the scene progresses yeah she is teaming up with like a subsect of the self-defense force that wants to make japan great again yep um and they are furious at today's youths <laughs> <laughs> we get lots of zoom ins on everyone's faces yeah they also walk in with like what i thought <laughs> was like the, the, they're being filmed as they're walking in, and it's just yeah. like, did, did the movie just forget to not film their cameraman? <laughs> but it's, yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but they, they have a master plan, which is to make a lot of fishmen, mm-hmm. and use that to, I don't know, take have over, fishmen. <laughs> take over America. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. But it's apparently hysterical, because everyone's just laughing up about it. Yeah. And, and like I said, there was just, I, I was struggling in all of this, because there was just so much to comment so on. that much, I and it keeps... I started happening. getting overwhelmed. Like, I was just flash. like, oh my god. I was like, please, I need well, to pause it a few times and slow down. We're not fucking done yet. Because <laughs> uh, the two captured teen girls from the beach are walked in on chains wearing school swimsuits and sporting gills and sharp teeth. Yes, they are. And they are referred to as number one and number two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and here's where I think that like the, the weird deformities in the, um, in the, the village are... It's supposed to imply that these people have been experimenting on people yeah. for a while, and they're only now finding success. Yeah, maybe if it would have happened more than twice and then never shown again. But is it? It's very. It's just kind of dropped. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, it is. You're not wrong. Yeah. But I mean, I mean there's, there's, also, a there's, also, there's also a reason it's all dropped. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Yuriko's plan is to turn uh, Kanako into a, a third fish woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is done by putting a colander on her head and electrocuting her until, until her skeleton pops out. <laughs> her skeleton pops out and her head is huge. Is huge. <laughs> Every now and then the skeleton like effect on her head is just it's just like some it's like a kid toggling on big head mode from <laughs> It looks like the skeleton of a ninjoid. <laughs> yes. It's just, they just keep toggling that, that switch just yeah. over and over again. It's very, very strange. Uh, but luckily, the kappa bursts through the ceiling because he's here to rescue his friend Kanako. Yay! So uh, kappa strikes a sumo pose and begins just hucking military guys around the lab. <laughs> 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 
Which is pretty great. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, his shell is so hard that when, like, the lead military guy strikes him, it hurts his hand and he has to back away. And he's, like, supposed to be an expert swordsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, I don't know when Kaneko gets released from the St. Andrew's Cross. I never saw it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 again, I was just so overwhelmed with everything that was going on. Yeah. I didn't even question it. Yeah. The only thing that I made of note of is that the subtitles said that this was an angry battle shout. <laughs> well, Kaneko grabs uh, Naginata off of a wall and... It looks like she's going to fight the soldier guy with the sword. What she's actually fighting is the machinery, and she slashes it in half, which causes the fishman soldiers to kind of spaz out. <laughs> yeah, because they're apparently computer-controlled. I guess, yeah. Uh, so Yuriko grabs an Uzi, <laughs> tears off her lab coat, and has a meltdown. And she's wearing dominatrix gear under. Of course, of course. Uh, and just goes ham on everything in the lab. Yeah, she shoots... Everybody. She shoots the... Uh, especially the general. Especially the general guy. She shoots Grandpa. She shoots some pipes. She shoots the picture of Grandpa. <laughs> Everything but Kaneko and the Kappa. <laughs> then while the place is like falling apart around her, she begins to make out with Grandpa's corpse and yoinks off his head. Yeah, she just she grabs his head, kisses her mummified grandfather's decapitated head while dressed like a mad scientist dominatrix. Yeah. There is so much to unpack here. It's not done yet because there's also a nuke. <laughs> that she immediately runs over to. She has starts, a nuke. And she starts making love to it. Yeah, yeah. And like look, everyone in the lab's like, hey, how about if you don't activate the nuke? <laughs> and she's like, how about I do? <laughs> and then she does. And then she does. <laughs> And Which I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting this. <laughs> you think like, oh no, it's going to activate a timer and Kappa's going to have to Stop swim it out or, to sea yeah. with the nuke or something. <laughs> no, it just explodes. Yep. <laughs> and the, the explosion effect is very good. The the miniature is mushroom so, cloud is really neat looking. It's so cool looking. I don't know how necessarily look, they achieved it. but like It looks kind of like it's made out of paper. Yeah, it's like it's, paper and claymation kind yeah, of. Yeah, or it's stop really motion. Cool. It's it is. I could watch that effect all day. It it's was a really cool, cool looking yeah. effect. Yeah, like, like it's meant to look bad, but it don't look bad. It looks good in a different way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Very stylistic. I would love to see a movie done in that style. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Like it's really, really cool. Uh, we, our narrator remembers that he's also in this movie. So did Deborah. I heard Deborah's cry oh, again. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, our narrator tells us that you know nukes are bad. And they're Pandora's box, so we shouldn't have opened Pandora's box, but we did because it was a nuke. <laughs> it's it's the Pandora's box that we shouldn't have opened. Yeah. There's apparently multiple, a multiple and yeah. some of them are okay. Too. Some of them... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how Pandora's boxes work. I don't know, but but um, now we're in a different movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't see them again. <laughs> no, no, we do not. Because now we're in a big city, I assume Tokyo? I don't know. It's not the little fishing village. <laughs> no, I don't know if it is Tokyo, though, because... I don't, I mean, I don't it, know either. It doesn't look like Tokyo, no. and they keep calling it a city of, like, calm and peace. Yeah. Which I also don't think is a good definition of Tokyo. <laughs> I don't know, But man. anyway. But, um... There's a giant monster attacking this city? <laughs> well, before that happens, um, there's a bunch of people around who, uh, like, are, like... The subtitles say they're curiously murmuring. Yeah. It sounds like a bubbling swamp. Ah. It's very weird. 
But yeah, there's, you know, a giant monster now. Now we're talking. And he's attacking the city, and everyone's just like, fuck, giant monster. Yeah. And they're taking selfies with it, and... (laughs) (laughs) I like the guy, my favorite is the guy who hides under just some loose leaves from the kaiju. It's really good. Some of the incidental characters here are amazing. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, and the guy taking the selfie has some eyebrows. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, I love eyebrow guy, I love the nurse with pink hair. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The anime protagonist. Yes. I love the fighter pilot with eyeshadow. (laughs) That guy was rocking that eyeshadow. Holy shit. Girl, he was serving some lust. (laughs) Yeah, he was. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it is like, it's just a fucking monster, a kaiju attack movie. I think it's supposed to imply that it's the fishmen that were mutated into this, the creature. I don't know. That's the implication I got. It's the only explanation that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's just a giant monster now. Yeah, he's just stomping around destroying the city. He stomps on some people and they turn into action figures, which is pretty great. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> they, they, don't, they turn into, like, little, little like, clay, yeah. clay molds of those people. And it, yeah. the camera lingers on it for so long so that you can just t- soak in how awful it is. It's yeah. great. It's the best. It's the, it they knew is, exactly what they were doing. They, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, the military arrives, and so do reporters, where we get the amazing line, Good evening. The city is under attack by a monster, and it's rampaging around like it owns the place. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, when uh, when the reporter starts talking, you can hear one of the, gen- one of the uh, military guys in the background talking, uh-huh. and his dubs are uh, real good. Yes, sir. It's, uh, it looks like I'm standing. Of course, if I was standing further away. <laughs> just... Good evening. The city is under view. attack by a monster. It's rampaging through the streets like it owns the place. <laughs> a little bit later, just moments later. Yes, sir. I picked up your dry cleaning before I left. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Uh, but the monster has been named uh, Hangulus via committee. <laughs> and suddenly we're watching Shin Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the military fights Hangulus, but it doesn't go very well because this is a kaiju movie and that's how that works. Um, my favorite thing is that one of them yells out, Your target is Hangulus! They shot that like a million times. Yeah. <laughs> As if there's doubt. Yeah. <laughs> like, who do we, what do we shoot? Right, The right. monster. Shoot a giant monster. <laughs> Oh my I god! I love that, that. Like they have a military platoon on the ground, but they're too afraid to fire at the giant monster, so they just get squashed by its tail. Yeah, they're they're, they're standing there, and the lead guy is just like, "All right, shoot it!" Nobody does anything. Shoot it! And it just keeps going and going. Sonia was watching over my shoulder at this uh-huh. point, and she got so angry. She's like, "Why aren't they shooting it?" <laughs> And I was like, well, they're all afraid. And, he goes, and she goes, well, why isn't the guy who's yelling to shoot it, shoot it at least? <laughs> I was like, wow, kid, that's pretty interesting. That's... <laughs> He's also afraid. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just really funny. She got so exasperated about why he at least was not shooting it. He's like, he wants them to shoot it. Why don't you shoot it? You're holding a gun. That's funny. It was really good. I love that kid. <laughs> Um, like one of my favorite things in this is when they cut back to the Hangulus, like assault headquarters, there's that whiteboard that's a picture of Hangulus. <laughs> it's on. a really shitty drawing of Hangulus on it with like little notes pointing yeah, to it. Probably yeah. like 
shoot here, maybe? <laughs> my, my this sec- is the target. <laughs> my second favorite part about this is all of the blinds in the background. Yes. Have all of the, like, the blades are bent. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like I mean, anybody who owns those blinds exactly. knows exactly what that is. But it's just really good. Uh, the military's finest toys come out to fight the monster. <laughs> they didn't even try to hide those wires. No, which makes it amazing. Um, this is my one big gripe about this movie, though, uh-huh. is the scenes of them like just mobilizing go on forever. They really do. Oh my god! It's like okay, yes, they're all toys. They're all being they're on wires and yeah, the, moving around. Okay. I get it, but it's just like, it's like 10 minutes. It's like, come yeah, on. Yeah, it really is, yeah. But we do find out something important, and that is that there is a Gorgon Monster Death Ray unit that's <laughs> mobilizing to fight Hangulus. Yeah, what is the status of the Gorgon Monster Death Ray unit? So the toys fight Hangulus for about 10 minutes. Uh, there's that fighter pilot with the eyeshadow who's, who looks like he's a, an he important character. Owning, he is owning that eyeshadow. Yeah, yeah. And the whole thing just keeps going for a long time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and for a movie called Death Kappa, I'm sure not getting a whole lot of Kappa. No. Kappa hasn't been seen for like 20 minutes now. <laughs> and this movie's only 80 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hangulus breathes fire at the jets, which explodes them. And, and that's the funny thing is when, like, when the effects are meant to be good, they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually really dig the fire effects on him. Yeah, yeah. And they look good, and then they also look really bad, intentionally, and it's it's really good. <laughs> yeah. So he flattens the tanks, and everyone cries for their mommies. Uh-huh. And then, and we get, this is where I really noted, like, the action figure work in this is top-notch. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where these two military guys are talking, and in the background, like, just behind them are tanks. And there's two action figures on these tanks. I didn't even realize they were action figures uh-huh. until they started moving. But the two military guys move, and one of them just falls over. He's just, <laughs> and another one on wires just kind of, like, dangles down real, like, amateur puppet hour kind of things. It's it's really good. My, my favorite action figure work is when there's that reporter on the scene. <laughs> and... He's yeah. like, well, I don't think we're going to get to the state. We'll need to. We'll be able to stay here very long because Hangulus is very close to us, and we're probably either going to have to pull back or we'll die. And then Hangulus's head is like uh, just appears behind him, <laughs> breathes fire at the camera, and he's like, "Oh, we're dying!" Yeah, and then he turns into an action figure that is it's on shaking. fire and shaking around, <laughs> and he's just I'm like, melting. "Oh, I'm on fire! I'm melting! I'm melting!" And then it cuts back to the actual actor. He's like, "Oh!" <laughs> Back to the action figure and it just flops forward. Yeah, like this. I had to know this is like Team America World Police levels of action figure work. Oh, it's it's great. so funny. <laughs> it is so funny. It's um, really, really good. Yeah, the the uh, Gorgon Monster Death Ray arrives on the scene and just kind of annoys mm-hmm. Angulus and hurts his butt. Yeah. And there's there's so many quick visual gags, too. Like, there's one scene where they're firing these Gorgon death rays. Uh-huh. And it's showing all the military, and they're holding these visors up to their eyes. But one guy has spectacles instead of, right. <laughs> instead of like, blast shield visor. Yeah. I love how, before they fire the death ray, um, there's, like, a little rocket launcher that's next to it. And it, it's fired by fireworks shooting off, but one of them doesn't go. Uh-huh. It just stays in the thing. Uh-huh. It just starts burning. <laughs> and then the camera just kind of pans away from it real quick. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> uh, but with the failure of the death ray, the military is basically giving up. They have no other 
cards they can play. People are no longer even able to appreciate pretty flowers or nature. Yeah. <laughs> a news reporter says that due to the monster attack cutting off all utilities, no one is able to enjoy the arts or pretty flowers or even nature. <laughs> Electricity, water, gas. All of our lifelines have been cut off. Now lacking the spirit to enjoy music or the arts, people are no longer even able to appreciate pretty flowers or nature. And, and I love the, the military guys slapping around the dead military guys. He's like in the background, he's holding this guy up and he's slapping him. Like, Get all of yourself. Yeah. And he lets go and the guy just collapses. <laughs> it's, just, it's really good. Uh, and then we hear uh, Death Kappa's entry music <laughs> as he comes down to the ring. And this literally becomes a wrestling match for yeah. a while. <laughs> and, and, Death, and the Death Kappa has Godzilla's heat right now? <laughs> Kind of, yeah. I interpreted it as like a water blast. That's not what it looked like to me. No, but... Like, <laughs> it looked just straight up like Godzilla's heat ray to me. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I, just because, you know, Hangulus has fire breath and the Kappa's breath weapon was able to, like, push past it. So I was like, okay, it's a water attack. It's blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they wrestle and Kappa tears off Hangulus's tail. Uh, Hangulus elbow drops the Kappa and then uh, reverses it into a helicopter spin. Um, let's see. A helicopter uh, interferes in the match and brings in a cucumber. Fucking what? <laughs> yeah, it's just like I had to stop. I was like, no, no, no. You can't just keep going. I need to know where you got this giant cucumber. You can't just throw that in there. <laughs> uh, so Kappa gives Hangulus a slap, uh, who responds with a headbutt and a face bite. Yeah, I thought this this cucumber too, thing too was going to be like give the Kappa like Popeye powers or something, uh -huh. but it, it I don't think that's what happens. Uh -huh. He just eats the cucumber and then gets back in the fight. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and Kappa picks up uh, Hangulus and returns the uh, helicopter spin with some interest. Uh, then uh, Kappa brings in a, a foreign object into the fight, pulls out a couple of uh, trains that are tied it's, together it's, and it's they're like a, it, it, it's, it's like a smokestack or something that's yeah. connected to, by a wire or something. Right, but right. Yeah, he, he's nunchakoing them. <laughs> Uh, but then they start playing volleyball with a big ball thing. <laughs> uh, Hangers fire breaths the, uh, the ball, uh, but Kappa just shrugs it off and uses his own breath weapon to fire back at Hangulus, and Hangulus explodes. Okay, so um, you notated, uh, I just want to point out, uh -huh. he does not use his breath weapon in this oh, fight at all. Oh, he doesn't? Oh, no. Okay. No, he, uses, he beam struggles without a beam. Oh, okay, well, that's even yeah, better. Hangulus is, like, blowing fire, and he just, like, Puts his arms up and then just starts walking into it. Dang. Until he gets to Hangulus. <laughs> that's that's wild. It was incredibly wild. And then Hangulus just explodes. Yeah, Hangulus explodes very, very violently. Yeah, but uh, now Kappa's just kind of wrecking the city himself because I tell you, Matt, that championship belt, it does things to him. It makes him do things that he'd never see himself doing. Makes him mean. <laughs> Uh, the narrator bursts into the military's <laughs> operating room and tells them that the Kappa will be the end of humanity. Yeah, that's... In a... Japanese, everyone else is speaking English. <laughs> yeah, in Japanese. <laughs> Apparently, that's what you get for not believing in monsters, Japan. I guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, that's kind of the moral he's trying to peddle here. Is yeah. Like, you gotta believe in cryptids. <laughs> and then everything just explodes because the Kappa's using its breath weapon. Yeah, it's it's very reminiscent of the final scene of Godzilla 2000, when yeah. Godzilla's just, like, like laying waste to the city as if to claim it for his own. That's what this Kappa is mm -hmm. doing. He's just, just destroying things just to destroy things. 
yeah, but hey, Kaneko is somehow alive. Yeah, she's there. <laughs> Untouched. Un, uh, unexploded. Unradiated. Noted, notably not nuked. <laughs> yeah. And the Kappa sees her and begins walking towards her. Uh, Kaneko sings her song, and the Kappa is, like, soothed. Kaneko pours some water on his plate because apparently the problem was the nuke dried it out. <laughs> <laughs> Which turns him back into his normal, albeit giant self. So his eyes turn from red into normal, normal kappa Creep- color. Yeah, normal creepy kappa eyes. Yeah, and the kappa walks back into the sea while school children wave and cheer him on like he was fucking Gamera or something. <laughs> yeah, they give him a very warm send off, even though he almost killed everybody. Because like they even say it's like we couldn't even touch Hangulus and this thing destroyed it. Now we have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, we're toast. We got we got nothing against this thing. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's fine. Yeah, Kappa just swims away. Yeah, and into then the it's ocean. The end? Question mark. If there wasn't a question mark at the end of this, I would have rioted. Ugh. Also, I thought for sure that 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 they were going to do the thing where like when Kanako shows back up and she's uh-huh. standing on top of the building and and the Kappa, you know the red-eyed evil kappa uh-huh. walks over to her i thought for sure she was gonna bow to it and it was gonna bow and dump out the water oh. and, and perish that way yeah which would have been hilarious yeah i mean it would have gone against the theme of the movie but it would have been freaking hilarious yeah but yeah what a movie <laughs> this rule i love this so much man <laughs> it was a really good movie yeah Oh man, uh, so yeah. I mean, even if even if you made it through this, watch this movie. Yeah, like it's it's hilarious and it's really good. It's available for free on Midnight Pulp, and yeah. so is a lot of other cool stuff. This is just, this is Midnight Pulp's free uh, advertising. Yeah, from, hey, hey Midnight Pulp, if, if if you'd like to sponsor us, we'll we'll sell out for that. <laughs> I love you guys. You have so much cool shit. <laughs> But, um, all right, Chris, should we head on over to a crunch? I guess so. have a kappa his name is the fierce kappa uh so kappa here is a medium monstrosity in a neutral alignment ac is 17 natural armor uh hit points on average of 67 uh speed 20 feet swim of 40 feet he waddles around he waddles around but you know he's a kappa so he'd be pretty swift in the sure, water sure uh plus three to strength plus two to dex plus three to con minus two to intelligence minus one to wisdom and minus two to charisma yeah. I mean, uh, I, I honestly, I was like, oh, I give him more charisma. And then I was like, no, I think he's ugly as shit. Never yeah, mind. <laughs> why would you do that? Because <laughs> everybody else loves him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's an unsettling and horrific little guy, but he is lovable. Kind of. <laughs> he's lovable until he's giant and destroying everything. Yeah. I think. Maybe he's still lovable. That I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> what did this have... movie teach me? <laughs> he's got a damage resist- resistance to cold. Sure. 
Because cold is usually like water stuff. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah. I can dig it. Uh, passive perception of nine, no other senses, no languages, and a challenge rating of four. Alrighty then. So for traits, uh, he has reflective shell. If the Kappa is targeted by a melee attack, but does not take damage, the attacker takes 1d6 force damage and is pushed five feet away from the Kappa. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, then he has Wrestler. The Kappa has advantage on attack rolls against any creature grappled by it. In addition, all attempts to break the Kappa's grapple are made at disadvantage. Wow. Because he's a yeah, he's, expert he, wrestler. Yes, he is. Man, I... What? I'm still hung up on that reflective shell when, like, it sucks to miss your attack anyway, but when you start to take 1d6 damage, you get pushed around for missing. Oh my god. This is a real good FU to players. Yes. <laughs> it's not much damage. No, but it's it's just insult to injury. Uh-huh. Or I guess injury to insult in this case, yeah. but still. Um, okay, as for actions, he's got a multi-attack. Kappa makes one uh, sumo strike attack and one bite attack. So the bite is a... Just standard bite attack, plus five to hit, reach five feet, one target. Hit, uh, average of ten, piercing damage. Okay. Sumo strike is a melee attack, uh, plus five to hit, reach of five feet, one target. Average of eight bludgeoning damage, and the target must make a DC 14 strength saving throw, or be grappled by the kappa. If the target is a smaller size than the kappa, it automatically fails the saving throw. (laughs) Fuck you, halflings. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> gnomes and goblins and just, mm-hmm. it just grabs your head and just picks you up <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and then chomps you <laughs> uh, in addition to those two he also has a hydroblast attack which is a ranged weapon attack and all creatures in a 30 foot line from the kappa must make a DC 14 dex saving throw taking 7 on average cold damage and 7 on average force damage and being pushed 10 feet away from the kappa or taking half as much and not being pushed on success. Okay. Is that um, is that on a recharge, or he can just do that? He can just do it. Okay. Because <clears throat> on average, it's going to be less damage than picking someone up and just biting them. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's an interesting little guy here. Uh-huh. I like him. Like I said, I, I wouldn't want to fight him, just because, man, he'd be a pain <laughs> in the ass. He'd be a pain in the ass. <laughs> Especially if you're like a melee fighter halfling. Yeah, yeah. Like your halfling barbarian is gonna hate this dude. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate him so much. You just want to hit this guy with ranged and, and magic. That's uh-huh. it. Oh man, <laughs> don't engage the kappa in sumo wrestling. He'll win. That's a pretty good moral, I guess. Yeah, that was the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, don't fight oh, the kappa. Man. He'll win. Oh, I'm excited to see what you do for the kibbles, though. I've got like, some ideas. I've got some oh fun ideas. Oh, my God. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. But, um... <laughs> well, cool. I like your Fierce Kappa. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie. Uh-huh. It was... It was a treat. Yeah. It was a treat was, for the senses. This was a lot of fun. Uh, but, Matt, what are we doing next week? Is it going to be as fun? Um, probably not as fun. Okay. Uh... I, th- I think I'm going to go ahead and finally pull the trigger on, uh, I wanted, I've been wanting to do arachnophobia. Oh, okay. So that's what we're going to be doing. <laughs> that's time. fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, unless I change my mind again. <laughs> again. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's what we're going to be doing in two weeks. Okay. Um, so with that, uh, thank you so much for listening as always. We do really appreciate it. Um, 
and uh, thank you for bearing with us through the uh, tumultuous time that was January. Yeah, I think we're back on schedule, if a week off from our normal schedule. A week off, and, and um, we're a month off on the on the Comics Crunch yeah. or so. Um, but we'll get back on schedule with that here in just a moment, if yeah. we're not already. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows what's going to happen two weeks from now? <laughs> two and a half, three weeks? Three weeks from yeah. now is when this is coming out? Yeah. This is coming out three weeks after we record. We recorded this three weeks ago today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Whatever, man. Yeah, this is weird. Um, but thank you so much. Um, if you would like more content, if you want more just general D&D content, mm-hmm. um, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at the um, Swamp Heap level. That's $5 a month. And you get uh, just a dearth of D&D. You get so many dinosaurs. <laughs> you get a lot of dinosaurs that you can use. In, uh, th- that are all compatible in D&D 5th edition. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or you can probably use them in uh, Cobalt Press's upcoming Project Black Flag. Yeah, or a number of other ones with minimal um, edits. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I got lots of dinosaurs you can use Lots now. of fucking dinosaurs. Dinosaurs now. wearing pants, dinosaurs that explode, dinosaurs that multiply, dinosaurs that grow. Dinosaurs with pipes. Dinosaurs with pipes. Um so yeah, please please join us for that. Um, if you don't want to swing the five dollars a month, which I definitely understand, yeah. uh, but you would like to support us, which I would also really understand, uh, <laughs> you can uh, support us at the the fur buddy level. It's just one buck a month. Just kind of help us recoup costs yeah. and uh, help me replace the mic stand. It's melting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help me get a soundproof curtain so that we might have a better setup. <laughs> but um. I guess with that, uh, we will see you guys in two weeks. Uh, Chris, did you want... Oh, did you want to... Socials or anything at no. all? Do you want to cover socials? No? Okay. Um, we, we have them. They're in the... They're in the links. They're in the links. You can I, find them. I am still going to continue to peddle my uh, my streaming. Um, yeah. We uh, my, my, my wife and her family uh, stream um, almost week, week daily. Every weekday, sometimes Saturdays, sometimes Fridays. We stream a lot of, but we, we've been having a lot of fun. We just finished Grounded. I don't know what we're playing now. Um, but uh, I would be shocked if you guys don't go back to Deep Rock Galactic. Well, we're going to. We're going to. I mean, by now it's going to be already done, but the, the anniversary event is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're trying to find something to do in the interim. So it was going to be Destiny 2 until they, we realized that that's a three-player game, not a four-player game. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so join me for that if you'd like. Uh, I've got some fun titles. (laughs) And uh, we will see you in two weeks. Bye.